What real world pop culture exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is a show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, whale threesomes. Sorry, you had to watch it live for that one. Um, with me, I'm your host, DJ Wooldridge. With me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hi, Roxy. I'm going to shoehorn it in by the end of the episode. Well, you know listen, I will. stay tuned. She'll figure out a way to fit it in there, uh, which is what the whale said. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> uh, and with us, you we guys have a- are gross. Uh, we have a very special guest. Say hi to the kids, Hector. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. You guys are great. So for those that might not be familiar with you, who are you? Where can they find you? I am. Um, it's crazy. I'm actually Batman. Uh, sorry, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Just kidding. But that's a reference to the holiday special because that's what Kevin Bacon says yes. in the thing. But my name is Hector and I'm a big uh, comic book and superhero fan. And these lovely folks have asked me to come on so that we can discuss the Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy holiday special mm-hmm, and a mm-hmm. bunch of other trailers that just came out from Brazil. Yes. And um, and and a- I guess answer another question, but in, only in a stupid way. That's the point of the <laughs> That's podcast, the point. right? That's the whole point. Well, and you and I were having a conversation the other day. Mm-hmm. How about you brought up the mm-hmm. the question of what pop culture from our world exists mm-hmm. in the fictional Marvel universe because because obviously actors are you know Chris Pratt plays Star Lord so right. does Chris so there's no Pratt. Chris Pratt in the universe or I do, I have a, I have a theory on that we'll get to are it. We'll, we going hold, yeah we'll, last action hero we're going last action hero with this okay no, I okay, I had right. something I, oh, an idea I want to flip but we're gonna get there but the point is you brought right. that up and then I watched the holiday special and I'm like we ha- I have to have Hector on yeah. this episode because this one blows the lid off on so much yeah MCU pop culture yeah. We meet Kevin Bacon, and it's still like our Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. mostly. Mostly. It, to the I point where think... he's on the phone with his wife, Kira Sedgwick, and they got and Kira Sedgwick. Kira Sed- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the world, again, just to kind of give you a tease of what I'm thinking, I don't think that that universe's Kevin Bacon did the movie X-Men First Class. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't think he did that movie. That's a Marvel movie. Well, and it's kind of like, to your point... You know, if you ever Roxy's watch- like, uh, maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Because then what do you think happened? That the movie didn't happen? Yes. Correct. Because I just think that in 2011, he just did another movie. He, he did just, a different He came movie. out with Crazy Stupid Love and that's it. To, to so, the point where- What other movie though? And like, can we watch it? I don't if know if another movie- necess- Yeah, I don't know if an- another movie necessarily took its place. Yeah. But that's a good question, Roxy, and I like where your head's at. Okay. I also Thanks. wonder, I think this this aligns with, like, in the Watchmen universe, superhero mm-hmm. media is not the biggest thing because superheroes exist. And so instead, it's pirate comics are the thing. Right. Westerns and pirates. and Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I also think- narrated if, a doc about whales having sex. Exactly. exactly. That's there what he did. Oh, Boom. that's all she was trying to do. She was just trying to slip it in, DJ. That's our bad for not noticing. What we we didn't yes and do. that. We didn't yes and that. Um, I'm sorry, Roxy. I'm sorry. Uh, another example I think is good. If you watch any zombie media, no mm-hmm. no zombie movies. Right. Like, like vamp, for some reason, every vampire fictional work will reference Dracula. The book exists in that universe. And everybody knows what vampires is, but they also happen and to then, exist. But zombies, and then some, no zombie some, movie has ever happened in a right. zombie universe. And in the vampire thing, some smart ass will be like... You think that's fiction? He's real. Like they'll yep. do some yep. lip service to be like, we also want to say that Dracula is real in our vampire world. Always, yeah. because he's public domain. We got to slip I him know. in there. We got to slip I, him in there. I must say for the podcast listeners right now, I feel like what DJ and I are saying is either extremely interesting to Roxy or she doesn't give a shit. But I'm seeing, I'm reading her face right now and she's kind of taking it all in and she's really like, considering the possibilities or she's just trying to make another whale dick joke yeah I don't know. she's trying to fit one in there it's always the latter but it's also <laughs> in terms of the farmer i am thinking about i do feel like there have been some references not in the mcu mm-hmm. but i do feel like there have been some zombie references like yeah it's like Maybe you're in the walking land. dead like people will make comments like right. that in, in other zombie yeah, yeah yeah there is some but but i think that to dj's point it always feels like usually 
to treat the zombie thing as real. There's no character who kind of comes in and almost like references other zombie media and goes, oh, all you have to do is shoot them in the head. Yeah. Right. Oh, these are the rules. It's kind of like there's no Jamie Kennedy from the movie Scream who steps <laughs> up and goes, we know the zombie rules, everyone, because we live in the real world. And now that zombies are real, we just have to shoot them in the head and they shamble along. They don't usually because they want to make the zombie thing feel yeah. real to the point so, where most zombie media doesn't even use the word. Like I, I, Roxy, you yeah. can, you've watched all the Walking Dead. I think they only refer to them as walkers in that show. They never use the word zombie. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. think of a time in which they did. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's just an so interesting, maybe more in comedy distinction. Yeah, I feel like yes. They, there's definitely more references. Shaun of the Dead can do that all day. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead, can, they can oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's true. So maybe that's why Guardians of the Galaxy, which really has one foot in the comedy world, probably decides to explore a lot of the sort of the pop culture of of our world in the mcu so that's and we'll, that thing that we just watched uh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. werewolf by london Lo werewolf wow. in night roxy try at <laughs> least you gotta at least try oh my god Wait, american night werewolf in respect. london uh, no the night time oh werewolf, werewolf by, by night. night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's like that's really. a comic right behind dj right now <laughs> like you just had to what about it? What I about am, it, DJ? Yeah. I have or, no eyesight. Um, what, what, so I really liked that movie, actually. But as you guys know at home from listening to me for a long time, I don't remember movies a week after I see them. Mm -hmm. TV shows stick with me forever. Movies mm -hmm. I can't remember two days later. Mm -hmm. uh, but did they have some kind of zombie something? No. There was no zombie reference? No. But Marvel has done zombies with the What If show. They did a zombie episode. Yes. Why do you guys feel so confident that they didn't reference zombies? Because you, like, we as if you've it. watched it twelve times. In, we in Werewolf it. by Night. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll take it back. I did not mean to appear so confident as to dismiss your question. It's like I, you guys watched the movie and know what happened. I just, I'm trying to cycle through the Rolodex in my brain here. There was like a kind of like a bat creature up on the yeah. walls, right? Almost like a Bigfoot creature. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to recall the behind the scenes special documentary that Listen, they did, Director by Night. Yeah, so. Roxy, I will buy, I will watch Werewolf by Night again just to confirm. Yeah, okay. And also, okay, that's what I'm because I love Great. it and it brings me joy. Right. Um, if you send me a text message that is like minute 47, mm -hmm. 30 seconds in, look at the upper right corner, I'm going to be so happy. And Hector, help me out here. You, you might remember, I want to say either Marvel or DC, there is specifically, and there might be one of both, a zombie character. Oh, yeah. Like there's a GI zombie in, or something. In the comic books, both of them have the, there's a ton of zombie characters. In Marvel comics, there's like, I think it's Dial Z for zombie or something, or okay. like the zombie, which is a guy named, I think his name is Simon Garth, who then gets the zombie curse on him so he's part of the sort of legion of monsters yeah. or like the characters like werewolf by night yeah, yeah frankenstein's yeah. monster is a character in the marvel comics universe and Dracula, dc universe and no, you know no. all that stuff yeah yeah anyway we're losing roxy let's get back on we got to get back yeah. to no, it just, listen every time you say i think you clearly know <laughs> uh, i just want that to be very apparent when you're like okay. i um i think there is a character like that his Fair name enough. is simon garth and this <laughs> yeah. is how he came to be and it's just I, like yeah i think own your power say well, I'm listen no powerful. you gotta i i'm with hector you gotta hedge your bets because you know because oh, there's yeah. somebody in the comments that will right. be like well actually and it's like that's why i said i think all right <laughs> yeah yeah um actually yeah so uh, listen, we're in the heat of it. You guys are listening to the show. You know what you're listening to. If you want to know our conversation about whale penises, uh, or no, whale sex, excuse me, uh, you can watch this show live at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Thank you, DJ. It's whale penises and whale vaginas. Come on. Part of the thing. Come on. But it um, is two penises per one <laughs> vagina. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, of course, if you listen to this on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you listen to this on Spotify, we ask a question every week. Last week's question is, what are you most thankful for this year? And Elaine Balthazar said, therapy. I'm thankful to just be able to talk to someone about whatever is going on. Um, if Everybody at home, there's probably going to be an ad read that I did for better help in this episode. So just throwing that out there. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. 
Let's get into the news because we got a lot to talk about because Brazil is having a Comic-Con and that Comic-Con has some pull because they've had a mm-hmm. lot of big trailers um, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we don't need to spend a lot of time on them because we got a, a lot to talk about with Guardians of the Galaxy. So let's just go through them, get our general thoughts. First off, we got the new uh, Super Mario Brothers trailer featuring a bit more of the movie, a bit, a bit they're being very cagey with it, a bit more of Chris Pratt's Mario. Mm-hmm. Hector, you're our guest. What did you think of this trailer? Um, I think it's a very well put together trailer. Mm-hmm. I think that th- this one and the last trailer were like beautiful looking. I think the animation looks great. I think that if you're going to, my thing is, I've always wanted to. Um, uh, I talked about this with my homies on our on our podcast on our YouTube channel, Heroes Reforged. Go check that out. Check Plug out. Uh, link in the, the description. Mexicans podcast because one of us is Czech, the other two are Mexican. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, we, I said, like I've always wanted Mario to be a live action movie, basically for them to do. Yeah a movie in the vein of like a superhero movie with special effects and a comedy action thing. And, and, and if they're doing instead animated, which I'm like, great, that's fine because Mario is also animated in the video games and he's had cartoon shows and stuff, at least to go full out and to prove to me that this should be animated and you can't tell the story in any other way other than it being animated, kind of like Spider-Verse Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. I'm like, they could not do that story in live action the way they did stylistically. So this Mario movie looks very stylized and colorful and fun and um and this trailer also feels like they're throwing everything in there is the story gonna work we'll see but like they got peach toad yoshi's you know donkey kong is in it i love donkey kong i love mario kart so yeah i watched the trailer and i was like oh these are some of my favorite things Mm -hmm. cool (laughs) it is a little bit weird it's weird that for the first movie it was a kind of kind of like watching the uh no way home trailer for the first time where you're like can you fit all those things into one Mm -hmm. because we got mario kart we got references to what looks like smash brothers we got uh donkey kong's world we got you know what i mean it's like that's a lot everything in there yeah it's a lot for one movie yeah Roxy. But these things think, are not, yeah. But these things are not. These are not like deep ideas. These are like very true. surface level. True, like true, Donkey true. Kong's World. Do you have time to show uh, some rafters and like? Do you have, you do you have time <laughs> okay. to get into the character to development sh- of Donkey Kong to show a so- barrel? <laughs> Where's Paulina? Like, no, I don't give a shit about she's, that stuff. She's in the trailer, by the way. Paulina is in the trailer. Yeah, great, yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> uh, Roxy, we all know how much of a gamer you are. Uh, what is, What are your thoughts on this trailer? I've decided that this movie is going to have to be very funny for me to like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And that that's kind of where I stand. What do like, you think the likelihood the, of it being very funny is? A little worried about it. There's that <laughs> moment in the trailer with Luigi where he's like, you think I know all the people who wear the same outfit with the same mustache and the same letter on their hat, but different letter for their name? I don't. And I was like, we're going to have to make more clever jokes for me to, for, to dig this because... Mm-hmm. I actually played this game growing up uh, with my brother and I'm stoked that Peach is in it because she was my girl. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I just don't, this is, it, it, I don't know why this would be a movie that I'm going to want to watch unless it's making me laugh. Like I don't need this movie to really do anything but that. And mm-hmm. that kind of puts a lot of unfair pressure on the movie. I'm like, no. be funny or else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. we'll see. For me, I know there's been a lot of talk about Chris Pratt's voice, but for me, every voice in the trailer is distracting because every voice mm. is some celeb, just some celebrity mm. doing a version of the thing. And it's like, ah, I think Mario of all brands would have benefited from not only yeah. benefited from voice actors, but specifically Mario himself. I think Mario is such an icon, like somebody like Superman or Mickey Mouse, that you yeah. don't need a Chris Pratt. Like Mario sells the thing. You don't need Chris Pratt to sell the thing. Mario sells the thing. And it's like it, they got this cast because a few months from now, they're going to have them you know, doing Vanity Fair videos where it's like the cast of Mario talks about their favorite video game, like these little Mm -hmm. promotional things or sitting down and doing press junket interviews. And I'm like, yeah, maybe Charles Martinet, the voice of the Mario characters from the video games, wouldn't have been as sexy or cool in these interviews. But does every big animated movie need to, you know, bring out the... It's been a conversation since Genie and Aladdin. Like, and if this is the one that there's going to be a lot of pushback. I'm kind of like, good, because mm-hmm. voice actors are always busting their ass to play these characters, you know, and then they just get replaced by, like, 
you know, um, Will Forte as Shaggy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like he never played Sha- like, you yeah. know, there's a there's a guy who's been Shaggy now for a year. It was the guy who last played Shaggy <laughs> in the live action movie. But um, yeah, maybe maybe things will change. I don't know. Maybe yeah. this will be the movie like, that changes Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Anya Taylor-Joy's voice sounded exactly like Mila Kunis. No, I felt like it sounded exactly like Anya Taylor-Joy. Like, she's yeah. lovely, but I'm like, it is distracting. Like, yeah, Charlie that Day was... is doing a character, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I, Same. I think Anya Taylor-Joy is amazing, but it's just one of those, like, oh, we're not, so we're not doing any. It's just, you're just doing she it. It sounded as exactly cool. like Meg to me. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was like, what? Uh-huh. Which I I hear you guys and I agree that voice actors it's like a whole different fucking art yeah and they deserve to be um you know given a shot on the big screen because that that is who they've created the character mm-hmm. but I also really get it. It, it I don't know that I agree that this movie sells as many tickets without this cast I don't know I, it does. Roxy this is the one where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put this is my this is the one for this episode. I'm gonna pull and go. I 100% disagree with Roxy. This is the only one. Everything else I'm on board with. Whale yeah. penises. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just everything really think, else you're bringing you bringing up. You think it makes I, the Roxy, exact same amount of money with or without? Roxy, I believe that this Mario movie is going to make like two billion dollars, and I'm not exaggerating. With I or think without that, this cast? 100%. Because I think that the the power of this brand is insane. Yeah. It is insane. And and you mentioned, you know, hey, I played the game when I was a kid with my siblings, but I don't need for this. You know, there are kids right now that like Mario is their favorite thing, and there have and that has been most kids since 1985. At some point. Your brain goes, this is my favorite thing. It's a very powerful thing. The Pokemon brand is the biggest brand on earth. Yeah. It's bigger than Marvel, Star Wars, DC, anything. So, and this isn't Pokemon, but this is adjacent to like the Nintendo brand is so powerful that I truly think that this thing is going to make gobs of money and kids are not going to give a shit that Anya Taylor-Joy is in it. Now, if you're talking about, well, would this movie have been made and financed and all this other stuff, the Hollywood of it? No, I agree. I don't know if this movie would have been this supported by whatever movie studios are throwing their lot in yeah. if it hadn't had Jack well, Black know, and, and Chris Pratt. And, no, I, I know. Yeah, but, and I disagree with that notion is yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, this is a, this totally. is a mistake on their part because it's like, you guys don't know the power of this brand. And it is silly that it's like, you know, we've, we've tons of people have talked about this. There's great, there's a great uh, jokey video online from um, uh, uh, an actor named Sun Wong, who's like a video game and anime and voice actor. And he's like, this is how studio executives think people react when they announce the names of these celebrity. But, you know, it's like Chris Pratt as Mario. And he does a bit where he's like a dad busts into a room like, son, Chris Pratt's, Chris Pratt's playing fucking Mario. Yeah. like, And it's like he's making fun of how studio execs think people care about this stuff. And I think that sometimes it's a big hit. I think that Robin Williams is the genie is untouchable. I think that a lot of big name celebrities playing animated characters over the past couple of years like john c Riley as wreck it ralph and sarah silverman in that movie are like untouchable like i Wait, agree you just said great... that and i just thought john c Riley as mario and now i feel like would have been better would've... but <laughs> i just think in the case of mario i'm like the brand is bigger than any celebrity in that movie or all their powers combined i'm like the brand is bigger and it I... makes no difference also not to get into the whole like movie stars don't exist anymore even though I, I do agree with the sentiment i do i do think there's some i do think there's some traction with that sentiment um they don't exist in the same way i don't think chris pratt moves tickets the way execs think he does i don't think people Correct. are going to see guardians of the galaxy and jurassic world and the lego movie because of chris pratt i right, think he right. happens to be in those movies that would have made that money anyway which is not yeah. me not being against chris pratt i'm just saying right 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 I'm not specifically talking about Chris Pratt, obviously, although I do think he pulls in middle of America in a way that we actually can't grasp, which is Probably. unfortunate. That's fair. But That's a fair I, point. That's a fair point. I do think that the whole stardom of the entire cast does mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, $2 billion? $2 billion? It's a lot. That's a hefty guess. Yeah, man. We'll yeah. see if you're accurate on that one. Yeah. This it, thing is oh Roxy doesn't think I'm accurate. All right, we'll, 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 we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. Two billion. What animated movies have made two billion dollars? Frozen hasn't Frozen made two billion? I don't know. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm not saying what anime. Uh, I'm yeah. asking what. <laughs> sure. Genuinely asking. Uh, we'll look I, it up. I mean, highest <laughs> grossing animated. This is this is a this is a great question because 
highest grossing animated films of all time. You've got things like uh, the Lion King Not remake. Much. Oh, if that counts, sure. The Lion King John Favreau one oh, yeah. is technically the highest grossing animated film of all time. Sure. But Frozen two and Frozen are at the top, and they each were 1.4 and 1.2 billion. So together, $2 billion between the two Frozens. Okay. Incredibles 2 made 1.2 billion. Minions made 1.1 billion. And Minions is the same studio, studio. as this movie. So are it's you sticking a, with that 2 billion after hearing that Frozen made 1 point something? Because let me tell you this, I am confident that it's going to make as much or more than what I just said, because Mario as a brand is more powerful than Frozen. But 2 billion, you think this movie, like I that's think, your actual I, line? In uh, in all honesty, I think. Look at DJ laughing. I'll, I'll give you the real number. No, I'm just think, I'm laughing. You guys are like yeah. really. I think it's going to make because because I because I truly believe that I'm more correct than Roxy in this debate. But Roxy is absolutely correct and accurate and and realistic in her assessments of this thing. I think it's going to make one point five billion dollars. It really might. I think it's going to make yeah. more than a billion. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, if it hit the two billion, then they did it right. <laughs> Whatever they did, they did it correct. They did it. well, and I will say it does look incredible. It's just whenever anybody talks, I'm like, well, this isn't Mario. Um, right. Yeah. Just the power of that. I mean, if it doesn't make two billion dollars, it's because of Chris Pratt. That's well, why because kids well, go to also, see it and they go, it doesn't sound like, and then they stop. The theater, the theater experience, by the way, is different now. People, the theaters yeah. aren't pulling in the crowds like they used to. And by the way, I'm still salty that Netflix only let Glass Onion be in theaters for one week. I didn't know mm. it was one week. And so mm. I had one busy weekend and now I can't see it in theaters. Fuck that shit. Anyway. Um, I saw we, your tweet about that, DJ. Er, I didn't know. I would have I would have made more of an effort if I'd known I only had seven days to see it in theaters. <laughs> I think it's smart of them, though. Anyway. Um, I'm so sorry. We were going to talk about... I was going to skip right over Rise of the Beast because I feel like of the three of us, I'm the only one that probably has a strong opinion on Transformers and Beast Wars. Is that a fair assessment of this of this True. group okay cool i'm uh, like transformers the way roxy is with mario yeah I, <laughs> i'm like yeah i watched it as a kid sure <laughs> i love transformer the vehicle transformers as a kid but beast wars i hit because okay. like og all right Gen calm down 1, nerd okay we got it we got it OG, optimus primal you yeah 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 og transform <laughs> og gen 1 transformers like came out like right when i was born so i like played with them but i it wasn't new when i was coming up beast wars came out when it was just a little tyke Love it. And so this idea of just, for one, I didn't know that was how Optimus Prime was going to really look. I thought that was like a fan thing. And then they did it. And I'm like, but that's not whatever. It, the OG Transformers look cool. RC looks cool. Optimus Prime looks cool. I don't know that they're going to do my Beast Wars justice. I don't want to have to wait like two decades for that. But whatever. Anyway, we'll move on. I think bigger news is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny got a new trailer Roxy, let's start with you this time. Indiana, what was that line that, that he said? It's not what you believe in. It's, it's how, how hard, hard you believe, you believe it. Whatever that I means. I, I don't think I agree with that. Yes. Uh, I guess uh, I'm a yes. little bit of a contrarian today, but yeah. I was thinking, like, as I was rewatching the trailer this morning, as every time that I hear that, it kind of strikes me funny. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope this movie is awesome. I'm putting a, a lot of my eggs in this basket, mm-hmm. uh, like soul speaking. Um, I've heard some mixed things and I'm a little concerned and it's moments like that in the trailer where I'm like, what is the message of this movie? And is that going to be something that I am interested in mm-hmm. um, or or even like holds water for me? So yeah. uh, I thought that the trailer, it looks really good. It like the division it looks good but i'm a little bit like hmm it is also Hmm. a little bit like in ghostbusters afterlife we're like we don't know if ghosts exist i'm like well that's bullshit you in this universe you do know (laughs) it's 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 interesting too because if if you just look at the indiana jones movies four times in his life he encountered (laughs) supernatural otherworldly interdimensional like just power that is like oh god exists yes there's an ark of the covenant like some god some god does exist sankara stones (laughs) like he's seen that four times not to mention if you look at the indiana jones tv show that they Mm -hmm. did in the 90s where he was a younger indiana jones it wasn't every week he was doing a supernatural thing but he got mixed up with like you know pancho villa and like al capone and like he met all these historical figures 
So he's like a Forrest Gump of of mm-hmm. his universe. Indiana Jones. He bumped into Adolf Hitler in that one movie, and, and Last like, Crusade, yep. thing, and you know, yep. and um, and um, um, it, it, on top of that, if you if you count and consider all of the extra Indiana Jones stuff, they made novels, yeah. comic books, video games. This dude every week of his life encountered the supernatural, yes. solved every mystery on the Stonehenge, the lost city of Atlantis, like every major thing. So for in this movie to for him to be like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm buddy. not so sure. <laughs> I guess in this movie, it's only the four movies that have happened. Like yeah. it's only four times. But I don't Listen, know. We you know- took one week off of this show and DJ is like, I'm a little rusty with the buttons. Mm-hmm. They've taken a lot of time off. We don't know what he remembers. Yeah, he, he, he has to mention wow. this movie is like, I don't even know Good what point. really happened. <laughs> I just I think it also gave me sort of like Force Awakens trailer vibes where in that trailer you had the young characters asking about the characters of the world and Luke Skywalker and the Jedi and it's Harrison Ford, curmudgeon Harrison, cynical Harrison is like, it's true, kid, all of it. So I think that that's this kind of same thing where he's like, I don't know. Okay, maybe one last time. It's real. It's true. How hard you believe in it. I just feel like it's that kind of energy to it. But um, some of that de-aging looked good. Some of it didn't look good. Some of the effects I thought looked great. Some of it didn't look great. Yeah. When, I thought it looked good. During the Come ticker on. tape parade, it, well, I'm like, this is very green screeny. But to be yeah. fair, I watched it on my computer like this. I'm yeah. like, maybe it'll play different in a, in a theater. And... It was very much like end of Infinity War, heads just kind of like bobbing in space kind of <laughs> moments. But I am extremely excited about this film. I love Indiana Jones more than Star Wars, maybe. And I, and I am going good. to... Um, uh, it's maybe my number one most anticipated movie next year. I just want it to be the last, maybe not the best, but the last really great indie. Mm-hmm. And then I want them to green light a short round Kihi Kwan, yes. bring him back yes. to do like a series or another movie or another franchise and and keep going there. That's That would be my hope. We but know it's cool. He can do he the punching, action. We know he was he... punching Nazis. He Indiana Jones was punching Nazis. Cool. Yes. Keep doing that. <laughs> uh, like Hector, I think Hector summed it up great because there's parts that work. There's parts that other work. I will say, in my brain, there's three basically perfect Indiana Jones movies, mm-hmm. and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, <laughs> but but I do think those three movies are the best blockbuster franchise possibly ever. Um, and it is weird. When George Lucas conceived of Indiana Jones, it was a throwback to old serials and Doc Savage books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we are living in 2022 in a boomer's nostalgia. Not even, not even like mm-hmm. our own nostalgia, somebody else's mm-hmm. nostalgia of their past back in the early 30s, 20s, 10s. Mm-hmm. We need to move on culturally. We need to let we need to let this shit go. We need to. Uh, uh, I love Indiana and Jones. That's where Mario comes in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom. Billion See, at least at least let's invest in our own. We have our own nostalgia. Let's invest in that. Um, yeah. All right, and this this last one will segue us into our main topic for the day. Let's talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, three volume three trailer. Hector, starting with you. I liked it. It looked good. I liked uh, how it looks like it's going to be about Rocket Raccoon. I love mm-hmm. that character. Um, I'm also excited that Gamora is coming back. I really love Gamora and Zoe Saldana, and I'm really interested to see how this will be. Um, question for both of you guys. Have you guys seen the fourth Shrek movie? I've seen the first one maybe once. Oh, my what, God. What year are we talking? 2010. 2010. 2011? I have there? to say yes, because I there's not a Shrek movie I haven't seen, but no <laughs> <Okay>. recollection. <laughs> In that movie, Shrek uh, wishes for a day off so he could be his old self mm-hmm. and run around and kind of be free without wife and kids just for a day. And in exchange, he gives Rumpelstiltskin, the villain, just a day from his life. Like they trade days. But Rumpelstiltskin took the day that Shrek was born. So then he comes back and it's like it's a wonderful life. And he's Shrek lives in a world where he was never born. Okay. He thought everything's different. He re-meets Fiona. They had kids and now they don't exist. So he has to convince her that like, you loved me. Like we loved each other. And I think it's very good and cute. And I think that might happen in Guardians 3 where Star-Lord is going to meet this new Gamora who they never met. Yeah. And he's going to be like, you don't understand how much you meant to me. But I, you know, you're a different person. But like, I love you and you don't even know who I am. And I'm very curious about that. Maybe that's what's going to happen with Peter Parker and MJ. But but I think Peter Parker is going to unlock something in MJ in Zendaya. And I think they'll 
like she'll be able to remember her memories in a future Spider-Man thing. But I think this Gamora thing is really interesting. And um, I thought the trailer was really cool and good. Roxy. Are you picking that up from this trailer that you think Um, that's what's going to happen? A little bit because of the um, like because I know Gamora's in the lineup. There's a shot where like they're all walking and like Mm -hmm. Gamora's there. And I'm like, I do think that this could be a if this is supposed to be a send off and people are like Rocket Raccoon's going to die or Star-Lord's going to die. I'm like, I also could see a scenario where Star-Lord and Gamora sort of like retire. Yeah. And, you know, find a way to like rekindle or fall in love for the first time again or something and and break off. And then maybe Mantis is the new Star-Lord or the new leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy or Drax or whatever, like some way to keep the characters in play. But like James Gunn is like, and my Peter Quill story is done. Yeah. They're going to have to do some sort of like reintegrating, catching her up. (laughs) It doesn't feel like there is any version of Gamora and Star-Lord that are in movies together and not together at some point. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't think that that's kind of the the route that they will go. So I could definitely see what you're saying. I thought in general, this trailer was actually pretty lackluster. I love guardians i'm i'm the opposite of dj in terms of like this is my i think that they that's your favorite yeah i love them i love them so funny so great uh one of the only things i can actually stand to see chris pratt still do uh, <laughs> and i'm actually not even a chris pratt hater as much as other people but he's just not like, ca- it, he's not he's getting roles that he shouldn't be getting you know what i mean there, there aren't good fits sure. for him it's I, less I, him and more the roles he's to- getting to his credit, I think his performance in the first Guardians is the best Chris Pratt's ever it's been. The best, the uh, best he's ever been. The only and I've argument been watching him since I was a little kid. So like, yeah, the only argument yeah. I would make is him in Lego Movie is really good. He, it is very good. Yeah. Good, yeah, yeah, it is very him good. Him in Lego Movie is really good. <laughs> it is first Lego Movie. First, uh, yeah, he's no. yeah, he's good in those. But and he has a couple moments in Guardians too that really make me cry when Yondu's dying and he's like, no, 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 no. like it's so good. But, Looks like he's gonna yes. do that again with somebody else in this movie. Hopefully. So I think that the I love them. The trailer was just super lackluster to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was because I had just watched an entire Guardians movie. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you're going from that to trailer, which is not how you usually do things. <laughs> uh, so it's a, uh, it was just a little bit weird and off for me. But they don't need a good trailer because I'm sold on Guardians. Yeah. And at this point, anybody is either sold on Guardians or not sold on Guardians. Correct. And I am. So I'm excited for the movie, which is, the yeah. trailer didn't have to do. This is not a new entity. We right. know what we're in for. Yeah. Which you is, know. So yeah. that's why I watched it. I was like, all right, it was a little lackluster. That doesn't bother me because I'm going to see the movie. So I don't care. I also like Man. that we're doing high evolutionary. Uh, I yeah, like cool. I like that James Gunn pulls. They're like, okay, what are the ones they're not going to use? Who's who's not <laughs> who's not going to be dusted out soon? I I am curious. And Will to... Will Poulter is Adam Warlock, which is re- I can't wait to see that I version of that him. character. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. such a great actor. He is awesome. Yeah, and it, Elizabeth Debicki is still in the movie as oh, Aisha. The, is she yeah. cool? Because it, yes, it, it, it is one of those she's that like credits. having seen her and stuff post mm-hmm. Guardians two. It's like ooh, wasted her on that one. <laughs> sure, bring her back. Yeah. Bring her back. Absolutely. She's great. So let's use that as our jumping off point uh, okay. into into the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Obviously, we want to get into the pop culture of it all. But first, mm-hmm. just general thoughts. What did we think about? I love Mantis. Mantis. I, I've loved her since Guardians 2. And I think that she has undergone not unfair, pretty fair criticism where she's a major Asian woman character in this huge franchise. And she happens to kind of come in as at this like almost like a like a woman servant role mm-hmm. and she's very cute as opposed to kind of being more assertive and having more agency. She's an Asian character, you know, an Asian woman playing this character. All fair valid criticism, but I also think that Mantis is adorable and hilarious and I and and she's like cool and creepy in this and she's when she's climbing up on the walls and like so this i think this special did the most to kind of rounding out her character yeah and i think her and drax are so lovely and anytime mantis is cute the thing you can offset the sort of stereotype of like asian women are very much into cute things and everything is you also have drax be into cute stuff he doesn't give a shit about social norms like we do he doesn't care about toxic masculinity he wants that little man (laughs) you know and i'm like them two together that's such a great dynamic and then when you know she goes do you want to save uh peter's christmas or do you want a little man and he's like thinking and he goes a little man and she just goes no (laughs) like just yells at him so 
that that was my favorite thing about this special is I think Mantis and, and Drax were really genuinely funny and uh, I had a good time watching it. Roxy, what about I'm you? I'm super with you in terms of uh, what worked. For yeah. me, a lot didn't work in this special, but what really worked, I love Mantis. I think she is just the most it it kind her character kind of reminds me of that one the moment in Wonder Woman where she goes by a baby and she's still like so excited oh, that a baby. baby she's still a because, warrior yeah yeah she's still yeah. just like a badass warrior but that's a moment that's a an aspect of her and I think Mantis has a she's very much an onion she's got a lot of layers to mm -hmm. her she is creepy <laughs> she is weird she is cute she's all the things she just really works for me and like tonally I feel like she made me like this movie um and Drax is awesome I think that he's great in it too and their dynamic their their buddy dynamic I believed it and when we have moments of them on the ship just the two of them and we're in close-ups going back and forth I'm like oh this is working the dialogue is working mm -hmm. in this for mm -hmm. me the the story this is cute I like this moment the other stuff like when we were at Disneyland, I'm just going to call it that because I, uh, where were they shooting the massive like town center, whatever mm -hmm. the like thing is that I thought it looked like shit. Uh, I thought it looked like shit. I oh, you mean they, in wait, space and you're talking about nowhere? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With all the people uh, where Chris uh, Pratt is. Uh, yeah. With gotcha, all gotcha, the gotcha. people. It looked like they were literally shooting at Disneyland. Um, and, and also the music didn't work for me. The bigger things, when we pulled out, when we were out of our ECUs and we were just like showing these wide shots, I was like, I I so don't care about any part of this. So Mantis worked, Drax worked, Kevin worked for me, and then nothing else worked. Right on. Right that on. was a lot ECU, of ECU extreme mm -hmm. close ups. ECU. I had to. I had to. <laughs> yeah, you had oh, to... sorry, sorry. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> when we're in the close ups versus when yeah, we're in the wide great. shots, like when we're mm -hmm. like on the people, I'm like, mm -hmm. ooh, this is cool because I'm interested in the story, yeah. and it kind of reminded me of like a student film when, and then when you pull out and you're just like. Oh, I get it. They didn't have a budget that yeah. was big enough, which makes sense. It's just a holiday special. I can't really sure. blame them for they that. They still but had to pay Vin, pay Vin Diesel to say, I am Groot. <laughs> for sure. And like Groot mm. actually really annoyed me in this uh, little what? thing. Aww. I was like, oh my God, Groot. He didn't Teenagers do anything. Suck, he's just—he's just a tree. He didn't even do anything. Yeah, I was gonna say, what did Groot do in the? What, what yeah, did what did he do? I don't remember. He's kind of annoying and like sulky and weird. What are you what are you talking about? He was like into the song. He didn't he wasn't even barely in the special. <laughs> you know, he was in the background. I'm Groot. Yeah. He said it once and I was like, uh-huh, we know, we know. <laughs> we know you're Groot. I, I I will I will say this. Obviously, I I'm on the record. The MCU's version of the Guardians don't quite click for me. If you want my uh the best version of this kind of Guardians, I highly recommend the Guardians of the Galaxy video game because I think it does mm. a good job incorporating what James Gunn brought to the table with stuff from the comics and kind of hybridizes them into something that I think really works. Um, but I love the this opens with a brand new Christmas song invented by aliens that was uh, rain, the, rain, 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 old uh, dear, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The old ninety sevens, which apparently is James Gunn's favorite band, he got them to cool. to do that opening number. Great, and awful. also. <laughs> I, awful? Is that awful? Awful. 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 <laughs> well, listen, Roxy's on the record for hating Christmas. Wait. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I do. I. That is another thing yeah. that I just. It, it's a such a fucking bummer that we can't do anything other than Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like we couldn't have made it holiday at all. It's at a. It's all. a holiday special, Roxy. I know. <laughs> and they do. To to their credit, they do make fun of Christmas because it's stupid. Uh, <laughs> they do make fun of it, but they also have a sentimental thing. But hey, hopefully we can get a Hanukkah special presentation at some Listen, point. Listen, at on, some MCU. point, Roxy, we'll probably introduce a Jewish character, okay? And then yeah. we can do... Moon Knight. Moon Knight we can have Moon Knight, Ben Grimm, you know. and Kitty Pride. Oh my God, Ben Grimm. We'll have, a, have a Hanukkah special. <laughs> I, but I will say this. the This format between Werewolf by Night and this, this Marvel special one shot yep. special love it more yeah, please more, i think it's i think it's a perfect little 40 minute love it mm -hmm. big fan mm -hmm. was this only 40 minutes 
It's like yeah. 45, somewhere in there, 42. Wow, it played yeah. long for me. That's crazy. Roxy, I think I like the special more than you, and I don't like no, the I Guardians. No, I liked it. <laughs> no, DJ, I did. I liked it because I liked the moments in the dialogue. I liked that. Mm-hmm. And the premise. I liked the Kevin stuff. She I likes like... the ECUs. She we're liked those ECUs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They weren't even that E. They were just really CUs. They're just CUs, C-U's I know. CUs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector, back to our conversation, to to these, um, what pop culture, what made you think about this? The the question of what um, pop culture from our stuff. universe exists in the MCU. A, a bunch of stuff, because I think the, 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 I think one of the things that made me really think about it was in Captain America Civil War, when Spider-Man's like, do you guys remember that old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And everyone's like, how old is this kid, Tony? It's like, yeah. I don't know. I didn't carbon date him or whatever. Like that that thing that he mentions where he mentions Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. And then they bring down Ant-Man. Yeah. Like they brought back down the AT-ATs or AT-ATs. Um, then people online were like, wait, Star Wars exists? Well, then who played Mace Windu? Nick Fury? Oh, 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 oh. And then I started thinking, I'm like, hang on a minute. There was a concept in Marvel Comics they used to do years ago that was called a no prize. <laughs> and what it would be is anytime they fucked up in their comic books, storytelling, if somebody wrote a comic book and this character was over here, but they didn't know or keep track of the fact that that character was actually in jail because of this other story over here, Marvel would accept letters written by fans to write in and correct the mistake, like explain like, oh, he got out of jail because this and that's yeah. how he's over here. And Marvel would be like, they wouldn't do the work themselves. They'd be like, great. Thank you for like making that little continuity error work. Yeah. And I think it's honestly, that notion is like a great positive thing. It's the opposite of cinema sins. <laughs> it's like, it's like not nitpicking, but rather like using your imagination to make something work because that's not a, that's not important. Those little yeah. details aren't important, but I'll give you an example, right? When people say, I didn't like the new Star Trek films with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto because he looked different than William Shatner. Or because their ship was like redesigned from the 60s and it doesn't make sense in the world. And you roll your eyes and you go, you know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a movie made in 2009 or whatever. But then I would counter to them and go, okay, do you remember in that Star Trek movie where they went back in time to the 80s? Yeah. Okay, do you remember how at the end of that movie, one of the characters, Scotty, like invents like clear aluminum, which is an advanced technology and gives it to these guys in the 80s? And they go, yeah. And I go, okay, they created a branch timeline. Yeah. Where, it, where technology was a little more advanced than it would have been. And in that timeline, where technology is more advanced, that's why the Enterprise looks like an Apple store. Mm-hmm. Now just watch the Chris Pine movie, shut up and enjoy it. And I've had people go, you just made it make sense for me. Thanks so much. Cool. Now I can appreciate And I'm like, whatever, fine. But it's a Marvel... Why no are you price. so bitter about them Why? being happy about you? Well, because it doesn't, it doesn't, it's the same thing. Okay, cool. Fine. We actually, I we, you. we actually yeah. have, and I, I've saw a lot of people going it's back. It's not to, important. Yeah. It shouldn't be important. Going but back to, you know. Going back to the special, somebody was like, uh, and Leonard Kim asked the question. I've seen this question a lot. Like, um, surely they're going to elaborate on how they have Bucky's arm, right? And I'm like, it's a joke. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how he got the arm. It's a joke. <laughs> it doesn't mean, it, they didn't, And then I don't need a James backstory how he got it. it. James Gunn explained it online. What did he say? Somebody was like, James Gunn said, Nebula went down to Earth and ripped it off of Bucky Mm because she was overcome with Christmas spirit and went back up and gifted it to Rocket Raccoon. Done. And some dweeb was like, no way. He was like, Winter Soldier would have absolutely bodied Nebula. There's no way Winter Soldier would have lost to Nebula. And, And he said... That notion is like forced, just like everything else in the MCU phase four. It's forced, like mm-hmm. it's forced inclusivity or something, or it's forced diversity. Yeah. And James Gunn goes, I don't know how like a cyborg alien character with super strength, like ripping an off an arm off is inclu- like forced diversity. But he goes, but now I guess it is and it's canon. But yeah, that's <laughs> what happened. She ripped the arm off and and went back up into space, just kind of shutting that troll down. I'm I'm. I don't like engaging in that kind of, I think it's kind of, I guess, petty, Roxy. But to go back to when you think about little things like this in these movies, Peter Parker mentioning Star Wars, I go, okay, make it make sense. All right, well, then they just didn't make the prequels in this universe. And as far as we know, all we know is that Empire Strikes Back came out, which I guess we can assume A New Hope came out. That doesn't even necessarily imply that Return of the Jedi came out. Like, maybe there's only two Star Wars movies Mm -hmm. in this reality you know what i'm saying i'm like just you just you try to do that marvel no prize mentality where you get things to fit and work here's the question though when tony stark is walking by 
chubby Thor. And he goes, one way, Lebowski. <laughs> Who was in the movie The Big Lebowski? Was it Jeff Bridges? Because that's Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's so, here's how, how this stuff works in my brain. Okay. Or there's not even a movie about the big Lebowski. So then, just, but he referenced why, why it. Did, why did Tony Stark say Lebowski? Because was it a the, book? in his universe, it might be a book. Might be a, it might be a okay. TV Great show. Point. Roxy, Great point. Great point. Now you got it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Here's my headcanon. Here's my headcanon. The big Lebowski happens in the MCU, and Tony Stark knows the story of the Lebowski incident because <laughs> it was in the paper. Oh, uh, oh so it's like a real it's thing. It's a real that event that happened. <laughs> no, here's 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 my thought. So when like when people think about like if I'm watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds and this right. is supposed to take place before OG series, but everything right. looks updated. It's the same reason in my mind if let's say this was a real thing we're adapting, it's the same thing why westerns made now look more period accurate accurate than westerns we made in the 50s because our ability mm -hmm. to depict it is better so mm. if this were a real thing now we've just done a better job of depicting what it actually we're closer was. to yeah 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 right right right. it makes sense to i'll give you another one uh in the first avengers movie iron man says clench up legolas before he grabs hawkeye and they fly away so if the lord of the rings movies came out who played Gollum? was it andy circus who played um uh 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 what's that elf uh, uh, uh the, the Liv tyler's father's characters who played him was yeah, it yeah. hugo weaving because yeah. hugo weaving was Elrond. red skull yeah right and, and and then if those movies came out did the hobbit movies come out who played bilbo because that's martin freeman like but, but then this bothers you or it doesn't bother you no it doesn't it excites you it excites me because I'm like, ooh, that's potentially like it breaks the universe, right? It breaks the the suspension of disbelief. But to what you just said a second ago, Roxy, who's to say that in this world, just the books came out? And the Lord of the Rings as books were already like bestsellers and very popular and they shaped pop culture as books. And even a song could have been a song. But like Bucky mentions, he's like, I read The Hobbit when it came out in mm -hmm. 1937. I'm like, yeah, you read the book. Yeah. So maybe in this world, Peter Jackson never made Lord of the Rings movies. Or, or he did, and they're different actors. <laughs> well, and, but, or, there's two ways you can go with that. One is, yeah. uh, again, going with my like our depiction theory. The way we depict Star Lord in this universe is Chris Pratt. But if you went yeah. to that universe, Chris Pratt would look like a just another person, and Chris Pratt actually exists within you in, in that universe. I or see what you're saying. The one I like better. If you go mm -hmm. back to, if in the in universe of Atlanta, Donald Glover show Atlanta, Justin Bieber is black. That's canon. Justin Bieber is a, is a black, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, so similarly, if if Chris if Star Lord met Chris Pratt in his universe, Chris Pratt would be played by a completely different actor. It would be I a completely you. different looking person. You. So the Lord of the Rings movies did come out, but it wasn't. Um, it was Orlando Bloom that played Legolas, but it wasn't Andy Serkis who played Gollum. Or an, Claw doesn't actor, look like or, Andy Serkis. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. Roxy, what do you think? What do you like? I'm currently on Games Radar, which has 32 best pop culture references <laughs> in the MCU, uh -huh. looking at what has been referenced. And uh, there has been so many references. And the most recent thing that we just watched, they made a, a Batman reference, obviously. Yeah. Yes. And oh, they made a Superman yeah. reference in Eternals. So DC yep. Comics exists in that universe, which is wild. Mm -hmm. or at I, least I always think those that two characters like, <laughs> interesting free marketing because as you guys know batman's a very small indie character yes. so <laughs> you don't reference him on guardians the holiday special how will anybody ever hear of mm -hmm. of batman but it is fun like i ju mm -hmm. i've just never been somebody who gives a shit about things like this at all i don't mean gives a shit isn't isn't interested like i think this is a really fun thing to think about mm -hmm. but the people who this genuinely bothers like right. that could be possible because whatever I think that's insane. Mm -hmm. I think that those folks, and it, I don't want to crap on them too much. I feel like at some point in my life, I was also like that. Yeah. I just think that that it sort of lacks imagination a little bit, where people can't fathom that, that something could be, like they can't use their imagination to, again, say, well, maybe The Big Lebowski wasn't a movie, but maybe it was just a book. Or maybe, like in that movie, Last Action Hero, <laughs> when that kid goes into a world and he's hanging out with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, they look at a poster for Terminator 2 and yep. it's actor Stallone. Sylvester Stallone yep. who played the Terminator in that world. Yeah. Like they, I there's love no last action hero. <laughs> it's great. That's such a great reference. But there's no imagination sometimes with online people. They need everything so literal. And I like to go back to that Marvel comic book example, the no prize. If you if you wrote something in and they liked it, they would email their email, they would mail you. Mm -hmm. 
a letter that was empty and on the cover it just said Marvel No Prize and it would be mailed to you as an envelope. And it was empty. Yeah. But it was it, that became a collector's item because it's like I yeah. was acknowledged by Marvel Comics. Yep. They liked my dumb little fix and they printed it as a letter in one of their comics and I got this in the mail. And it cost Marvel nothing. You just ma- – the price of mailing an, an envelope, a piece of paper. But the mentality of it doesn't break the thing. It, I don't dismiss it. But rather how can I use my imagination yeah, to actually make shit. this work? It's a horrible way to live life. Yeah, I think to just like hate things like this that don't matter and are just cute little fun things. Like mm-hmm. I guarantee you, in the writers' room, they like whenever they come up with a reference, they're gonna be. They think that they're doing a, like fan service. Like oh, they're gonna like this, you know? Yeah. Like oh, they're mentioning <laughs> Batman. That's cute. And right. then the fans are like, rah, 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 and it's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. yeah. So here's the um, uh, the list Hector and I came up with for yeah. references. Roxy, you have your 36 list. This is the one. This is the one we were able to generate. I, much, I wonder how much overlap there is. So just in Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special alone, of course we have Kevin Bacon and a re- reference of Footloose. We've got a reference for Batman. In the hall, uh, apparently in one of the Guardians movies, there was another Footloose reference yep. previously too. There's yeah, I also think to in, in, set this up right, basically. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon also talked about Friday the Thirteenth because yep. he was in that. So at least the first Friday the Thirteenth movie exists in this world. Um, yeah, keep going, DJ. Uh, and then uh, Hector, you pointed this out on the on the celebrity homes map. There's Margot Robbie, Queen Latifah, and John Cena. So they're actors in the MCU. <laughs> Which is, it's going to be wild if if any of those three show up in anything. Um, as a character. As right. a character. Um, God of War is mentioned when they're at uh, uh, Man's Chinese Theater because the, the Drax game. looks like Kratos because he, he does. <laughs> That's a good reference. Happy Days. Uh, I also think one of the um, people in costume is a Gobot. At yes, the it's a robot. Yeah. That's confirmed. Uh, Superman, again, reference in Eternals. That's the wild one to me, the DC... Con- I I don't like it. I'm not a fan. They, they do this in a lot of superhero me- media. Uh, the one my brain always goes to is Smallville. When it turns out Clark has a favorite superhero, a comic that he went growing up, I'm like, don't do that. Get 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 that out of here. Yeah. It's weird. Um, uh, Big Lebowski in Endgame. Uh, we already mentioned Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back, and Civil War Alien. Spider-Man references Alien Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned Clenched Up Legolas. Also in Avengers, um, I I think this counts as pop culture. Uh, Iron Man mentions uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shakespeare exists in this universe. Uh, there's a Wizard of Oz reference in Avengers. A Galaga. Re- there's a lot. It's a Joss Whedon movie. There's a lot of references in Avengers. Uh, <laughs> we've got Galaga. Uh, in She-Hulk, we got Sopranos and This Is Us uh, that Wong yeah. is watching. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure. This is us has has to have uh, the um, Killmonger's dad is in this yeah. is us Sterling K Brown yeah yeah that's so funny um, uh, there's got to be some Soul Soprano Mongers actors too right? there's got to yeah. be there's got to yeah. be um, in WandaVision uh, all of the sitcoms Dick Van Dyke yep. show I love Lucy Malcolm in the Middle Full House you get mm-hmm. that Captain Marvel Stan Lee exists in the Marvel As- universe. As an old man reading a Mallrats script, but it's like, but he's, that's he's the thing. It's like, in Mallrats. <laughs> that's the thing that's like, is it universe breaking or can you just point to that and go, he's just an old man who is reading a script that says Mallrats by Kevin Smith. And also in the MCU, the, the explanation for all of Stan Lee's appearances are that he is a, he's called a watcher informant. <laughs> that because of the Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's in the space and he's talking to the Watchers, he's like, and then I was this, and then I, and he goes, and then I delivered a FedEx package or something like he's yeah. telling them all the times he appeared as various, in you know, and he's he was in World War II in 1942. He still looked like an old man, so he's this yeah. eternally long lived being. <laughs> I don't know. Again, yeah. you can use your imagination to make that fun and make it work. Carol Danvers smiled at him. Maybe she recognized this dude because he's been in space. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No idea. Uh, we also get um, in Endgame, we got time travel re- references. So Back to the Future, Terminator. I want to say they threw in Quantum Leap. I couldn't remember all the time travel things they referenced. And right. I don't know specifically in what context they mentioned him in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but David Hasselhoff shows up. And so that's probably re- I, they probably mentioned Baywatch or Knight Rider. Or I th- because it's Peter telling stories like he did with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And and um, and Gamora says, what's the name of that character you like? Or what's the name of that man you like? You'd always tell stories. And she says something like um, uh, Hazel Hasselfraff or something. <laughs> 
She's like Zazzle Hasselfraff, and yeah. he goes David Hasselhoff. Like that. That <laughs> that was cute. a great. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question I want to ask for you both: What is yeah. something? What is a pop culture reference or something like that they could do that would? Not, I guess universe breaking is the wrong way to phrase it, but like take you out of the movie well, or show. I'll give you my favorite example, which is my least favorite example in any movie, not the MCU, but in Ocean's 12. <laughs> when Julia they, Roberts? <laughs> when Julia Roberts, Tess, they're all sitting around planning a heist and they go, you know, Tess looks a lot like, and then, you know, George Clooney's like, don't mention it. Don't mm-hmm. talk about it. It's like, Tess looks a lot like actress Julia Roberts. And here comes actor Bruce Willis. I fucking hate that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that immediately breaks the universe because then you go, Okay, so is there actor George Clooney? Yeah. Is there actor, you know, Matt Damon? Like, what? It, how can you just do this little thing and just be like, it's a fun little thing? And But it's like a major plot point of the heist yeah. to be able to pull it off. Universe breaking. I hate it. I'm sure Bruce Willis did a movie with some other actor in the movie at some point in his career. And that's when you go, what's well, so it? Did, 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 did this Bruce Willis not make that movie? Yeah. But, did, but was just here in Europe or whatever? I don't know. That's my least favorite one. So if they did something like that, where they were like, did you guys ever notice that Peter Quill looks a lot like Chris Pratt? I would be like, this is awful. No, get me don't, out of here. Right? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. Because I also don't like it. I don't like that to the point where like when you when you go to Legends of Tomorrow and they're like, wow, this version of Superman looks a lot like the Atom. And it's like, no, because in right. my brain, they're not mm. the same. Per- You've got the same actor, but in my brain, if I were in that universe, gotcha. they'd look different. Gotcha. But they, so you have to call it out. You got to talk about it. Man, I don't know. It's weird. Man. when you get it, Especially when you get into multiversal stuff, you know, yeah. like... I don't know. It's weird. Like, Tobey Maguire looks different than Andrew Garfield looks different than Tom Holland. Yeah. They look care. different. Yeah, that, that one and I And they've don't seen care. each other, so they look different. Mm-hmm. But then J.K. Simmons, J. John Jameson looks the same in two different yeah. universes. Benedict Cumberbatch Nothing looks the same. Me. Don't, I would have no don't, issue with yeah. anything. DJ don't worry. Wait, you, you, none of that? <laughs> they could do literally anything and it wouldn't bother you. That's not There's true, Roxy. No reference that would bother me. No, <laughs> that's, there's no way that's true. No, um, if, I, I really if don't think that there Chris is. Pratt turned to the camera in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and he was like, "This is just like Parks and Recreation. That would ruin the movie for you." No, it really wouldn't. <laughs> I love that show. I love that show. If it end, they should do. There's a movie. God damn it! I was talking about this with Steve. Roxy, you're just you're the best contrarian in the biz, Roxy. I can't argue with that. All right, you got me beat. Apparently, you got me beat. I don't even mean to be. <laughs> it's hard to get. I I like a lot of things and like yeah. pop. I love pop culture. Lover of love, so shipper of ships. Even I when it comes to pop it, culture. What you say, DJ? Your lover of love and shipper of ships. Even when lover it comes to pop love, culture. Shipper of ships. So if you're going to reference anything I like, mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Here's what so they that's need. how that's how the Mario movie makes two billion dollars. Yeah. Chris Pratt turns to the camera and goes, this is just like Jurassic <laughs> World. You'll be like. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, two billion times. <laughs> <laughs> times. Here's what they need to do. Here's what they need to do. There's a movie called uh Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. And the guy the, the guy that plays um Ernest and the Ernest goes to camp or whatever. Ernest scared stupid. Um Wait, uh, you have so lost me, DJ. There's Jim Varney. Jim Varney. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So Jim Varney, who played Ernest in the Ernest movies, played a villain called like Dr. Gloom or whatever in this uh, Otto's Dr. Gloombeam or whatever. And the movie ends where the, his death ray blows up and Jim Varney is uh, blown out of the building and he lands in a gas station and he comes out as Ernest. And it, this becomes like a backdoor explanation of where Ernest came from, which is just a joke. It's not meant to be like continuity or whatever. Ernest? Er, you don't know Ernest scared stupid? <laughs> or Ernest what? goes to prison? There was a series of comedy movies, Roxy, in the 90s, yeah. 80s, where Jim Varney, who also voiced Slinky, Slinky Dog yeah. in the first two Toy Story movies, so he has this kind of southern drawl. He would play this character who would always come up to the camera like this mm-hmm. and kind of be like real outrageous and silly. And there was a bunch of comedy movies that were broad comedies for kids where there yeah. were holiday things, you know, and he'd be like, well, that sounds real good. He would have like catchphrases and stuff, but he was just like this like southern-ish guy who was looks like he's dressed like a fisherman like he's going fishing yeah and he would just get into like broad comedy slapstick comedy shenanigans but that's Ernest. Ernest scared stupid is their halloween movie yeah Ernest goes to camp is their camp movie 
I forget how many they made. Are these like and, big blockbuster movies? No, no they I were, feel like they were maybe they're not made for TV specials. I think maybe they came out theatrically, but they were mostly like rented on video yeah, for kids and like played on kids' mm -hmm. networks. And here's real quick, just as an aside, Hector, this is why I know you're one of the best in the biz because unprompted, you were asked, "Hey." What's Ernest? And you came up with a really great explanation, like a full, like, Thank yeah, you. that's who Ernest is. Thank I couldn't. You. I, I could. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he was, a, he was a comedy character for kids and he was in this, uh, the same actor was in this movie playing a villain completely unrelated. And the movie ends with retroactively making him Ernest. So my pitch yeah. is Guardians 3 needs to end with uh, Star-Lord getting, the ship blows up. He sacrifices himself to save everybody. He's launched back to Earth and he lands in the Parks and Recreation universe and he walks out of the Parks and Rec building as Andy and we find out that Andy was Star-Lord the whole time and now he's Andy and that's how Guardians of the Galaxy 3 needs to end. Oh my gosh. That would be... I, I still would honestly. I think that I think that the, my favorite version of this is like I'm sure whatever Deadpool is going to do is going to be fun. Yes. And I really liked what She-Hulk did, honestly. I, I really, really liked like how She-Hulk she yeah. went to the Disney lot Busted mm -hmm. in on the writer's room. Like that it's that you know, that Kevin Feige was this Kevin robot thing. I'm like, that's so funny. Maybe someday we'll see Kevin Feige in one of these movies. You know, they just cut to his desk or something. Yeah. If it's in a She-Hulk or or Deadpool or that kind of a story, I'm okay with it. But I don't want Avengers the Kang Dynasty to end to end with like cutting to Kevin Feige's desk and he's just like, mm, this isn't gonna work. And then like yeah. that totally would take me out of the thing. And they're never gonna do that, but yeah, well, yeah. because She-Hulk had already established the tone of like, this is what we do. This is how we communicate. In, in our so. show. Yeah. But then when She-Hulk shows up in other stuff, she's, she's normal She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't think they're going to do it because I don't know that the Deadpool people are dialed into this shit. But I would love yeah. if She-Hulk showed up in Deadpool 3. Like, I mean, they should. They at should. least a post credit scene. Give me something because that'd be great. Mm -hmm. How um, was Ernest Goes to Africa? Ooh, good it's, question, Roxy. Don't know that I've seen it. I haven't seen <laughs> it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Look at... Looking at this and thinking, I'm huh. glad that you're I'm, you're you're looking it up. I'm going to suggest problematic, but I don't know for sure. I don't I don't recall. I don't recall. Uh, the cover of this movie is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, <laughs> all right, 1997. Let's see what you got. The 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 movie is Ernest goes to Africa, and the um, title under it is or uh, whatever I guess tagline, and Africa will never be the same. Could have been worse, Rocky. Could have been worse. <laughs> Listen, you you were about to read it, and I was like, "Uh oh, that could have been worse." I'm just going to show you guys. This is the this is the cover. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen more offensive episodes of The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Like what oh. you just. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah this, no, this isn't. Yeah. I'm. Mean, it's not. Uh, could, it could be fine. I just am mm -hmm. like, what is? This? It's just mm -hmm. one of those when you look back, you're some cultural excavation. You're like, uh oh, maybe this also, could be a landmine. <laughs> I want to say like a peewee situation, and I just a little it. bit, yeah, a little, a little bit. bit, yeah, a little bit. Ten, he did ten movies, a television series. Also, nineteen ninety seven. Do you guys remember that it was like they did like a couple Jungle Book, Mowgli movies, Georgia the Jungle <laughs> with Brendan Fraser. Yes. There was that uh, Tim Allen movie, Jungle to Jungle. Yep. Like there was this weird little like like I loved Jungle to Jungle. There you go. So there was uh, this little see, I was a big fan of, of George in the Jungle. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Georgia the Jungle was great. Yeah. So Tarzan came out a few years later, animated Tarzan. We were like into it in the nineties, and I'm we sure also it. Titanic, Goodwill Hunting. Not jungle related. Just yeah. not 97. <laughs> oh yeah. Good year. Good year for movies. Men in Black One, I think, was ninety seven. Oh it was God. weird in Titanic when we went to the jungle. Yeah, it was a weird <laughs> bit when they when then Jack and Rose were on the jungle. Uh it looked beautiful though. Yeah. Cameron knows how to shoot a jungle. <laughs> knows how to do it. Looked awesome. Hector, how much money do you think uh Avatar 2 is gonna make? Uh <laughs> less than Mario. No, I think Avatar 2 is gonna make how much did the first one make? The first one made two billion, right? Come on. Hold come on. on come on come on okay that i i really genuinely want to know do you think what's gonna make more avatar 2 or super mario oh avatar 2 avatar 2 i think you know avatar you that, like, 2 or avatar 1 has almost made three billion dollars yes yeah. you know how roxy you said that like chris pratt has a lot of pull in like the midwest that mm -hmm. we might not understand i think that avatar is another great example of like when us Hollywood types, when us people who live in L.A. and are no film critics or people who talk about movies online or whatever, usually talk about Avatar, it's it, it's I think it's more easily dismissed in these circles than in normal people world. Mm -hmm. I think in normal people world, I'm thinking about people like my father. Yeah, they are so stoked to go see Avatar. And it's a way more um, important and like 
um, good film <laughs> than I think you often hear from critics in L.A. And I think that, uh, yeah, dude, the, the first movie made almost $3 billion. I think this movie could make that amount of money. I'm just going to... Avatar The Way of Water. I just looked Potentially. Up, I just looked up Avatar The Way of Water. It, it clocks in at three hours and 12 minutes. And I say, yep. fuck that. <laughs> no, I say... Yeah, dude. That's no. I say that movie's gonna use every minute of that mm. runtime. <laughs> it really is. It's too long. And you're making Roxy, are you come Rox, are you coming over next week to my house to watch the first Avatar movie in 3D? I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you send me? Oh, I thought Steph would have uh, I thought Steph hit you up about it already. I, wow. It's at your house. Why didn't you hit me up? Because Steph was like, I'll check in mm -hmm. with Roxy and Dorina. She and then she, Steph, when is Steph it? got Listen, back to me and nobody. she goes, They're in. <laughs> Yeah, when is she it? did that. She did that next Friday. DJ, you're also invited. Oh, thanks. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, yeah. listen, listen, listen. I we'll, guess I'll check back in with Steph. I'll, <laughs> I'll just like reconfirm it. I'll get the reconfirmed. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah. We're, we're gonna have to suss this out. Uh, but before we go, <laughs> Hector, remind the kids at home where they can find you. At my house, watching Avatar in 3D. Uh, I am at. Uh, I'm on the internet at Hector is funny. Check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Hive. If that ever comes back, it's yes. down. It's been down. I love. I love every time I log into Hive that it's like <laughs> surprised to see me. It's like, oh, oh, you're oh, here. You're Hold back. on. Let me see if I can pull something together. Uh, give me about four minutes, but I got some real cool stuff I want to show you. <laughs> I was Thanks, really I... into Hive though. Yeah, for it's the awesome. Two seconds it was working. Uh, I feel come bad back. for them. They were not ready for us. No, they'll come back. And one of their updates, they did say they're going to do like a browser version so people can just use it on their computers instead of just on the phone it'll be fine guys it's early days it's yeah, early days it's We're early good. days that's yeah. what they say on love island when they're dating somebody in the first week i want you to know mm -hmm. that it's I, hope early you guys, days. I hope you guys can come over next friday seriously i want to hang out i want to hang out yeah Who's let's do it it's early days and it, it'll be good to revisit it because i don't think i've seen avatar since i saw it in theaters in florida come over you guys come on rocks it'll be great hey. All I wanted was to be invited. You were invited through Steph, and she said, we're good. Yeah. So my bad she for not- She is my social chair. Yeah. So. My yeah. bad. I should have dismissed Steph yeah. and been like, I don't believe you. Let me text Roxy directly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. That's my bad. Now, you'll know that for next time. You'll know that for next time. Uh -huh. Roxy- That she's an unreliable friend. Got yeah. It. Great. Uh, Roxy, good. where can people find you? Apparently, specifically Steph, if she's listening. <laughs> I, I actually think she's downstairs right okay. now. Um, uh, no, bring her up here let's ask her oh. at roxy stryer everywhere uh we did come out with a calendar for the world girls the worldgirls.com it's fucking sick this year link we, in the description we created magazine covers that are super fun um and some of them are really silly and some of them are sexy and some you of guys them did are... you guys did men's health right i've yeah, seen that so... video on instagram it's hilarious you guys it's are you guys like are like fun. growing out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, that was a blast. Um, yeah, you should see the outtakes from that. We like tried to position ourselves so it looked like that we were giving each other blowjobs and in our workout gear. Mm -hmm. It was very, very fun. Uh, <laughs> so check it out. Link in the description. Check it out. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can follow the show everywhere that matters, but on Twitter and Hive. Oh, yank out the vowels from stupid on Hive as well. On Hive as well. Yeah, they Whoa. also have the same uh, character limit for names. Uh, but we're over there if it is back up. Um, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you all next time. 